When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% man podcast. I am your host, Paul Bauer. And I am on the road to being a 3% man, just like you. If you are new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. All right, guys, this is episode two, and... uh, I just posted the first episode uh, last night, and from the responses in the 3% Man group on Facebook, it was uh, pretty much a hit. I didn't see any bad feedback at all. You guys were very supportive of it. So I'm. Uh, if you guys keep liking this podcast, by God, I'm going to keep making it. So I wanted to give you an update on distribution to other platforms. At the time of this recording, we have been approved to be on Apple Podcasts. So if you listen to your podcasts on iTunes or Apple devices, we are there. Uh, We've been approved on Stitcher. So if you're a Stitcher user, you can find us on Stitcher. Uh, We've submitted the podcast to Google Play, but we're still waiting on approval for that. And a quick Google search says that that could take anywhere between 24 hours to 10 fucking days. So that's bullshit. Um, We're already on Spotify, Anchor, and Player FM. So if you uh, use any of those apps, well, you can listen to us on those apps. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm just going to get right into the topic today. Um, I have a lot of bullet points here. And the last episode... I didn't have this many bullet points and I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to fill up time, but I ended up filling up over a half hour. 
So these bullet points have to at least hit a half hour, if not more. But the big topic I want to talk about today is what I've learned about texting. And that comes up a lot on the on the 3% Man Facebook group. Um, in fact, when I first joined the group uh, a couple months ago, I used to talk about that too, because that was like the number one question, right? And uh, one of the things that I learned when I first started getting into this stuff was uh, from Chris Canwell's book, Atomic Attraction. And man, I was a, I was a complete dipshit when it came to texting, you know, and I'm sure, I'm sure some of you guys out there were dipshits too, but you're, you guys are all better now, all better, right? <laughs> but I was, I was always caught up in, you know, the, the trap of over texting, you know, like I, you get that dopamine hit when uh, you send out a text to a gal and she replies back and you're like, oh shit, you know? And then when she doesn't reply back, you get that anxiety and stuff like that. And you know what the cure for that is? Not fucking texting so goddamn much. <laughs> so going to what Atomic Attraction says, uh, in general, right? Uh, you don't wanna be texting so much. And, and that's because attraction grows in space, right? Uh, Coach Corey Wayne in the book talks about it, right? He says, uh, texting really, texting and phone calls is really about logistics. It's about setting up a date. It's not for building rapport and stuff like that. And a lot of that is because you have to give the girl that you're pursuing room to wonder about you. And if you're constantly texting her, she doesn't wonder about you. You're not a mystery anymore. You're fucking predictable right if you're the the guy that you know and I was this guy I was this guy for years um but I was the guy that as soon as I woke up in the morning I would send that good morning text right good morning and the predictable hey good night sweet dreams text not anymore no I stopped doing that after having uh listened to atomic attraction uh dating essentials for men and you know, uh, 3% man. The, the, you'll hear me talk about those as, the longer you, you listen to this podcast because those are my holy trinity of dating and relationship books. But they all say the same thing, right? Don't, don't be texting all the damn time. Um, dating Essentials for Men, I'll, I'll, you know, Dr. Robert Glover, who, who wrote that book, all he says is keep, keep texting at a minimum. But... Basically, they all say the same thing. You don't want to, you, you, you're never going to get to know a chick through text conversation. You know, some people think, oh, I need to text her a whole bunch to build up rapport. And no, you don't. You, you really don't. Um, so, you, so, really, you know, the big thing that I've learned is that texting and phone calls is for logistics, it's for setting up definite dates. And that's it. Now, some chicks absolutely can't handle this. Right, uh, Shaquille uh, on the on the Facebook group posted a, a comment the other day, of, you know, asking if anybody uh, has had other issues where, where chicks just think that you're not interested. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll tell you my the first experience with this. So I was dating this really hot chick named uh, let's just call her Sherry, <laughs> and uh, this was like 
probably right at the beginning of the COVID lockdown. Uh, I met her on Tinder, but we had a mutual friend. Uh, this, this gal that I grew up with and went to high school with, she and her were best buds. And I, when I first met her, I was the guy that was just sending the predictable text, trying to hit her up on like texting all day and stuff like that. And, but at the same time, that's when I first started listening to Atomic Attraction. And so things were clicking for me while I was listening to the book. And so I was immediately trying to apply that shit. And so I immediately stopped texting her. Like we, we hooked up, we hooked up on like the second date. <laughs> and, uh, and then like right after the second date, I was like, I, I got to stop texting her so much. So I stopped texting her and she took that as like a, whoa, what happened? Like we slept together and now you're not texting me. And you know, and I, and at that time, uh, one thing I learned too, is that you don't talk to chicks about game. Uh, but I didn't learn that until after this, but I was telling her like, look, you know, I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a better, um, better dater and stuff like that. And I realized I'm an over texter and I'm just trying to cut back on that. And, you know, like that, that just didn't fly. She really like got hurt by that. We saw each other one more time. We slept, uh, slept together one more time. And, uh, actually, no, we, we got together two more times, I think after that slept together a couple more times, but, uh, she eventually sent me a text saying, you know, I'm really taken aback by you're not texting me. And I was like, Whoa, you know, I'm, and I, and, and now I, I've learned you don't, you don't one have to apologize Two, you don't have to explain. I'll get into that a little bit later, but, um, I fell into that trap trying to explain myself and she ended up just saying, uh, yeah, this isn't going to work out. So it didn't work out. Um, I also had a thing recently, I would say it was just a couple of weeks ago, and I posted about her on the page a little bit, but uh, I called her third times the charm chick, and some backstory there, she and I met for a first date last year, it was like right after I got out of a, uh, my last long-term relationship, she was like one of the first people I went on a date with, um, I was immediately fucking texting the shit out of her and just coming across as needy as hell, I'm sure. And uh, she ghosted me for a few months. She popped up back in my radar, I think on like Bumble or something back in October. And uh, we met up another time, uh, and basically had a, a second first date. Uh, I went in for the kiss on that one. That was, I felt pretty good about that. But at the same time, I was dating this other chick who was a cop. Uh, out of Fruta, Colorado. And I, at that time, I felt like I couldn't date multiple women at once. Um, so I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to have to make a decision. And this chick, uh, third time's the charm chick, ghosted me once already. So I guess I'll just tell her I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pursue her because blah, blah, blah. It was all bullshit. Well, she popped up on my radar again, just like maybe a, you know, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And she immediately started texting me pretty heavily, but you know, I'm still learning this 3% man stuff. I think I'd read the book maybe five times at that point. And I was really just trying to get her to calm the fuck down. And I was also like, one of the nights I was on my way to a date and I was like, hey, look, I'm really busy tonight. You know, I'm meeting a friend for dinner or something. And you know, uh, <laughs> she didn't like that. You know, I think she kind of got the impression that I'm dating multiple women. I think she was thinking that I was a player. Um, 
And so she ended up ghosting me again. Uh, her loss, but you know, if if you're you know, if you try to shut them down like that, uh, they they kind of take offense to it. So that leads me to my next topic: the best way to slow her texting down without being a dick, right? So one thing I learned from that experience with Third Times the Charm chick is that you you don't really need to tell her you're busy. Right? Uh, you don't have to say, look, I'm really busy. I can't text right now or whatever. Um, really, the easiest way to handle someone who's over texting you, and a lot of these chicks these days, you know, they don't understand that texting is for setting up dates. They are looking for validation. They are looking for uh, your presence. They are looking, for, some of them are looking for fucking pen pals, you know. Whatever, they're looking for that dopamine hit too. So the best way to do that is to just significantly space out your replies. And you know, the way I do that is if a chick texts me, I this is what I do almost all the time now. I, a chick will text me and I will immediately, instead of replying back, which used to be my response, I used to be the immediate text back guy. Uh, now instead, I instead of doing immediate text back, I open the timer app on my phone and set a timer. And you know, maybe maybe I'll set it for 15 minutes. Maybe I'll set it for an hour. It really just depends. Uh, you know, if you know that she's not going to be blowing up your phone all fucking day, 15 minutes is probably fine. 10 minutes is probably fine. If she's the kind of person that will just chat your fucking ass off all day set it for two hours and don't reply for two hours. Um, and then when you reply, just reply like you normally would, right? Don't don't ever apologize or explain yourself. There's no need to say, oh, sorry, I've been busy, or oh, sorry, I didn't reply, I was caught up with work. Or You, you don't have to explain yourself. Just like if she says, hey, how's your day going? And two hours goes by, just reply back, hey, yeah, my day's going great, how's yours? Right? Just reply like you normally would. It's also perfectly fine to wait until the next day to reply. Right? Like if you're out on a date and one of your other chicks is hitting you up on text all during the date, first of all, it's rude to stop what you're doing to reply back to anybody while you're in the presence of your the chick that you're on a date with. Uh, I mean, how would you like it if she replied back to the dudes she's dating? Because you know that unless you're exclusive, she's probably she's you have to assume she's out dating other dudes too. You'd be pissed off by that, and I I mean I certainly would. So I wouldn't do that to her, right? The golden rule: do unto others. So I j just you you know ignore those texts and just reply back the next morning. And again, don't apologize, don't explain yourself. Just you know just reply like you normally would. Just reply like you normally would, uh, and if they get they get butt hurt by it, and say like, "Oh, what were you doing?" Just be like, "Oh, you know, I was busy." <laughs> but 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 only do that if if she asks, right? Um, and another thing I would say is, don't ignore her, right? Just because you want to stay off of texting and stuff like that, uh, if you just ignore her all the way up until your your date is scheduled. She's not going to show up for that day. You're going to you're going to get stood up, man. So I would say just space significantly space that out and then just reply to her when you can, but keep your texting to a minimum. 
Um, the next topic I want to bring up is don't be a robot. And even Coach Wayne talks about it in his book a lot, right? He says, you don't want to be a fucking robot and say the same thing, you know, when are you free to meet up, right? Um, but it applies for texting too. So when I first got into the group, uh, I was really struggling with this texting stuff. And I would put out there on the page, like, guys, um, I already, and, and I'd eventually have to specify, I already have a date set with this chick. How do you keep her from replying in between dates, right? So in this scenario, you already have a definite date set, but a lot of chicks will text you all the way up until that first date. Um, and so, but a lot of guys on the page would be like, well, when she reaches out to you, that's your opportunity to set a, a definite date. Motherfucker, I already have a definite date, okay? It's redundant. You can't just every time she sends you a text go, hey, when are you free to meet up? We're already meeting up Wednesday, but fuck, why, when are you free to meet up after Wednesday? Then you just sound like a fucking tool. And you also come across as needy. So think about it a little bit. It, it, there are other situations than, uh, than the book entails, right? So if you already have a definite date set, uh, you don't need to set your next definite date immediately. What I would say is uh, that I've learned after practice and stuff like that is you just keep your responses short but definitely space out your replies so she knows or at least thinks that you're busy, right? Because a, a high value guy has a lot of shit going on. He doesn't have a lot of time to text. So keep your responses short and space out your replies a lot. But you know, if you already have that definite date set, they're, setting another definite date, it's just a, a dumb idea. Um, now, if you've, had the date with the chick and then uh, after that date you're waiting a full week to set the next definite date like you should be doing and she hits you up in between the date that you were supposed you, like you're planning on reaching out to her maybe five four or five days later if she hits you up in three days then is when you set the next definite date you use that opportunity to set the next definite date but if you already have one set up it's 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 stupid to <laughs> I hope you guys know what I'm talking about here. Um, all right, the next the next bullet point that I wanted to bring up is what I call mirror game. And mirror game is actually a fun way, a fun thing to do in general, I think. Um, it makes it so, like it puts you in control of texting. And instead of... Uh, you know, I used to be the guy that I would send a check, uh, a text to a chick, and when she didn't reply, I'd just be a ball of anxiety, just walking around, pacing around my house, going, "Fuck, you know, when is she gonna reply back? When is she gonna reply back?" I, I was a complete loser when it came to that. A simp, as the kids say these days, right? Um, but mirror game and what I mentioned before, you know, setting a timer. This sort of goes hand in hand with that, but it basically will cure your anxiety because it turns that texting into a game. And uh, Dr. Robert Glover in Dating Essentials for Men talks about anxiety. And he says, thinking causes anxiety, but action cures it. So this is an action you can take to cure your texting anxiety. Um, but, and, and, and it's really great for guys that are in the habit of replying too quick also. 
Uh, but a, a really good thing too about mirror game is that it's psychological, right? Um, you you want a woman to be more interested in you than you are in her, and uh, she needs that in order to feel invested in you. And doing mirror game will actually induce that induce that feeling in her. It'll make you seem like. Your, you, you know, your time's more valuable than her text messages, all right? So uh, the first thing I would say uh, for mirror game is you need to take longer to reply than she does, right? So say you send a text message, you can look in your texting and see what time you sent that. And then when she replies back, you look at that time, let's say she took 15 minutes to reply to you, then you get on your timer and set a timer for slightly longer than that. So if she set, if she waited 15 minutes, set your timer for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, right? Now, one thing that I, I feel like uh, you should do is maybe not be exact, like 15, like don't be too round in your numbers because <laughs> otherwise that you'll create a pattern that she'll be able to detect. But you know, maybe uh, instead of 15 minutes, you wait, 17 minutes or something or 23 minutes or something like that but you want to just take longer to reply than she does another thing that you want to do uh, with mirror game is you want to match her effort right so if she's sending like if you send like a big long text you know explaining god knows what uh you shouldn't be sending like big long paragraphs anyway but let's say you send like uh like a three sentence text message and she replies back with okay cool or lol right just very short responses you want to either match her effort or, or reply back with even less effort so if she, if she just replies back with lol uh that's a, th a three letter fucking text message i mean uh you if you replied to that even at all I would just send like an emoji. That's even less effort than that. But uh, even then, even even less would be just to not reply. So I wouldn't even reply to a chick that just sent me a three letter message. Um, if she just replies back with like two or two or three words, then you want to reply back with either two or three words uh, in response or less than that, one word, right? Uh, you you basically want to match her effort and make it seem like you're better than she is, if that makes sense. Um, there's some really great videos on Mirror Game on YouTube. And so it, you can just go on there and, and just look up like text Mirror Game and there's tons of videos about it. Um, I think the last bullet point I wanna talk about is uh, books on texting. So. You know, I'm uh, I'm an avid audiobook listener. Uh, I listen to all sorts of audiobooks all the time. I it, you know I've, I've listened to Three Percent Man seven times or six times, and I've read it once on paperback. I've listened to Atomic Attraction six times, I think now, and uh, I'm in the process of going through Dating Essentials for Men for a fifth and sixth time. I talked about it in the first podcast, but when I'm not 
rereading these or re-listening to these uh, books that I really want to internalize, I'll break it up with other books on either this subject or, you know, subject of money or the subject of, you know, law of attraction or whatever. And one of the dating books I listened to early on was uh, a book called How to Text a Girl by Chase Amonti. Uh, you can find it on Amazon, but I wouldn't waste your time with it. It's an absolute garbage book. Um, you know, one of the things that that book tries to get you to think is, you know, how you can basically make a woman fall in love with you over text. And that's never going to fucking happen. It's absolutely never going to fucking happen. So you can just forget that dream right now. Um, another thing that I don't like about that book is that Chase gives examples in the book about basically sending chicks these really long fucking tech like paragraph text messages and like to ask him out on a date like say you haven't chatted with him a long time he's like oh send him this big long fucking text no i i just i strongly disagree with that approach i strongly disagree with that approach so um and again it goes back to you're never going to make a woman fall in love with you over text um and, and you know you should obviously keep texting short and and you shouldn't be you know, writing huge paragraphs out. The last bullet point I want to talk about is uh, I get a lot of questions from guys on the page because I've, I've texted uh, or I've texted, I've posted screenshots of, you know, success text messages where I've like, I've asked a chick out on a, de a definite date. You know, maybe I, I met her on Tinder or you know whatever dating app and I chatted with her a little bit and then I went in for the definite date and she you know she replied back with like oh great yeah that, let's do it or whatever um, she agreed to the date so I, I've taken screenshots of my successes and posted them on on the three percent man group uh, plenty of times and the number one question I get from guys on the page is how long do you text back and forth with a chick before you ask her on on the the definite date and uh, the first thing I'll say is you, didn't, you never ask a chick to go on a, a date. You tell a chick to meet you somewhere, <laughs> right? You never ask. You always tell a chick. Um, so that's, that's number one. But two, if you look in any of my text messages where I go to set a definite date, uh, sometimes... You know, I'll like I'm I'm playing mirror game and I'm setting timers, so I'm not replying back too quickly. So I might have a string of text messages that go on for an entire day, but if you count up the number of text messages in total, it's probably about ten minutes. I don't spend more than ten minutes chatting with a chick uh, before I try to find a segue. Uh, to set a definite date. There's really no reason to go on and text her for days and days and days before you try to set a date, you know? And I feel like a lot of guys don't have success in online dating because they, they spend too much time chatting up a chick on, on a dating app, but a chick, uh, most chicks want to go out on a date. That's why they're on a fucking dating app. They want you to ask them out or tell them to meet you somewhere, right? They want you to take the lead and be a man about it. So um, I might text back 
you know, a few times just to sort of build up that rapport, but it's really just a back and forth until I can close, you know? And so a lot of times what, uh, one of the best ways I will, um, I found to, to do a segue into setting up that date is, uh, especially with chicks that have high interest, which these are the, those are the chicks you want to go out with anyway. You don't want to go out with a chick that has low interest. You don't want to be banging on closed doors. You want to walk through open doors. So if you can get a chick, like typically whoever is asking the questions is the one in control of the conversation, right? So if you're texting back and forth and you're asking her questions, asking her questions, if she really has interest in you, she will start asking you questions too. Like, oh, tell me about this. Tell me about, do you have any kids? Do you have any dogs? Do you, what, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter what the fuck she's asking. So maybe uh, if she asks like one, you know, one question, you answer it. She asks you a couple other questions. Maybe you answer those two. If she asks another question after that, just be like, you know what? That's kind of a long story. And I would love to tell you about it in person. When are you free to meet up? Boom, there's your fucking segue. Then, uh, you know, and that's that comes straight from uh, Corey Wayne's book, right? When are you free to meet up? Uh, Dr. Robert Glover in Dating Essentials for Men doesn't say uh, to ask a chick when she's free to meet up. He says, tell her to meet you Thursday for coffee at blah, blah, blah. Well, fucking, I've tried that. And if a chick's not free on Thursday, she's going to say, I can't do it Thursday. <laughs> so Corey's method of asking when she's free to meet up is, is a smart way. I mean, I mean, if, think about it in a normal conversation. If you're going to hang out with your with like your bros or like your aunt and uncle, you would ask them like when they're available, right? You wouldn't just you know, tell them. I mean, I I've seen guys on the po- on the on the page say, "Well, I'll tell them, "Hey, I'm free, you know, Thursday and Friday. Which one of those days works for you?" I think that's a great way of doing it, too. But you still need to find out what their fucking availability is. But that's going back to what I was saying. That's your segue. So, yeah, you know, when are you free to meet up? Um, oh, that, you know, I'd love to tell you about that in person. When are you free to meet up? So then when she says, oh, you know what? Um, you know, next week's fine or whatever. So just be like, okay, meet me Monday at the Feisty Point, 7 p.m. Monday, right? Uh, meet me Monday, 7 p.m. at the Feisty Pint. And usually when you tell her like that, meet me at such and such place at this time, at this date, uh, I've, I've had like a 99% success with that. There's, I've, uh, chicks with low interest will come back and be like, I don't know if I can do that or something. Like it, that, but that rarely happens. Usually chicks like when you set a definite time and date. I've, 99%. It's, it's like magic. So, when, so then... You know, that's that's pretty much it. It's it's as simple as that. And then, uh, you know, after that, just say, all right, cool. See you then. And then just stop texting after that. There's there's really not a lot of reason to keep texting after that point. Um, one thing I, uh, I actually I will say one thing I will do after that. It's just another test of interest is uh, especially because I, I meet almost all my dates on dating apps. But a, t- a test of interest is also, uh, and I get this from Dating Essentials for Men too, is telling her to give you her number. This is uh, another test of interest. Like when you're telling a chick what to do and she complies, 
that means she's interested, right? So after I set the definite date, I'll say, give me your number. Uh, give me your number uh, so I can, I can text you. I don't like using this app or whatever excuse you want to give. But um, usually I'll say, yeah, text, send, or uh, shoot me your number or give me your number. I, it's much easier to, to text than use this app. And again, 99% of the time they'll shoot me their number and then I'll send them a quick text just saying like, hey, let's say the chick's name is Amber. Hey Amber, this is Paul. Now you have my number too. And that's it. <laughs> and now I have her number in my phone. She has my number in her phone and we have a definite date set and we're good to go. Other than that, I try not to text, you know, all the way up into the date. Um, I, I talked about in this last episode too, the only time between, you know, if she doesn't text me and I'm, you know, I'm obviously not trying to text her, but uh, one thing I talked about in the last episode that Corey doesn't like in his book, but I disagree with is uh, because I, most of the chicks I date are an hour away is I, I'll confirm, you know, and a lot of the guys on the page are like, oh, never confirm, but I'm not driving an hour to have a chick stand me up and then an hour back, right? So uh, the night the night before a date, I'll shoot her a text saying, hey, we still good for tomorrow night? Um, and then she'll either uh, reply back saying, yep, I'm looking forward to it, or yes, sir, or whatever, or she'll ghost me, or she uh, will reply back and say, oh, I can't make it, or something like that, right? If she ghosts me or she can't make it, it's low interest, but I'm also not out a two hour fucking drive for no reason. So it's good. Then, uh, you know, you apply the principles in the book. Um, well, if she goes to you, you just move on. There's really nothing to do there. If she cancels, then you do what's in the book. You wait another week, try again. Maybe circumstances, uh, will change then. And then if she, you know, either ghosts you that time or, uh, you know, says she can't do it, then do the takeaway. If she sets the date the second time um, and then flakes again, you do the takeaway. You know, you guys have all read the book, right? But uh, otherwise, then the the date of the date, I'll, I'll shoot another confirmation text and I'll usually just say something like, hey, I'll text you on my, when I'm on my way tonight. And usually I'll get a reply with that as well. But other than that, those are basically all the things that I've learned about texting over the last few months. And I've had a lot of success once I've realized some of these items, you know, about, uh, you know, instead of like shutting them down when they're texting you too much to just slow your responses, uh, don't be a robot, you know, playing that mirror game has been paramount. That has been paramount for me. Um, stay away from you know, text game books and text game on like on YouTube. And what I mean by that is like books like uh, How to Text a Girl by Chase Amante, where you're they're basically trying to tell you how to text a girl into bed with you. And that's just bullshit. You know, it you're going to woo a chick in person. You're not going to woo her over text messages. You're going to end up putting your fucking foot in your mouth if you text too much. But um Anyway, I hope some of these tips help you out. Uh, if you have some other tips or disagree with my tips, I want to hear about it. So create a post on the board, you know, tag me in it, and we can all chime in. Um, next week's episode should be a group effort with 
Chris and the other admins as we all join for a Zoom happy hour. That is if it all goes well. But until next time, thank you for listening to Come On Man. If you are new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.